Good morning. I'm Aya Wimala, and uh, today's Friday, April the 23rd. I wanted to read a little bit more from The Way of the Bodhisattva, and this is a translation um, and published by the Shambhala Library. So this is a this is a book by Shanti Deva, and the book is very famous in all different traditions of Buddhism. The Way of the Bodhisattva, and he lived in the eighth century, and he was a Buddhist monk in northern India. So, our my wish comes from uh, is an adaptation or. A, a particular rendition that we use at Blue Lotus when we chant, and it's my wish. So why don't we begin? I'll just, um, I never thought I'd forget this, but I always want to keep it in front of me now because it's been such a long time to be chanting a regular chanting at Blue Lotus. Um, so this is what we recite at Blue Lotus, and this is what is on our little uh, cards we made for detained immigrants in the, all the jails in the, this Illinois and Wisconsin. So, may I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. So that's what we call my wish. And it isn't word for word, but this it's something that uh, Bhante Sujatha really loved from Shantidewa's teachings, and uh, that's one of the reasons I was drawn to this book. So I wanted to read more, another section on, uh, this is a section of the book on patience that I've read from before. And this one, if you think about the quality of mudita, which is uh, appreciative joy or sympathetic joy, that's a quality of really being happy for others when they have success or good fortune or something wonderful happens to them. So it's, it's uh, having joy when we see the joy of others or the success of others or the good the good, good uh, fortune of others, that we can feel it in our own hearts uh, for the other person instead of being jealous or envious or wondering why they got something that we didn't get. So mudita is one of the four supreme qualities that we can develop. And in this section of patience, and it has been in some of what I've read before, but this is uh, really to that point. So I really liked uh, what what Shantidewa says about that um, willingness to be to be happy 
for other people's joy. And it's in the section under patience. Okay, I found the place I wanted to start. When others take delight in giving praise to those endowed with talents, why, O mind, do you not find a joy likewise in praising them? The pleasure that is gained therefrom itself gives rise to blameless happiness. It's urged on us by all the holy ones and in the perfect and is the perfect way of winning others. But they're the ones who'll have all the happiness, you say. If this then is a joy you would resent, abandon paying wages and returning favors, you will be the loser both in this life and the next. When praise is heaped upon your qualities, you're keen that others should be pleased hereby. But when the compliment is paid to others, you feel no inclination to rejoice as well. You who want the happiness of beings have wished to be enlightened for their sake. So why should others irk you when they find some pleasure for themselves? And if you claim to wish that beings be enlightened, honored by the triple world, when petty marks of favor come their way, why are you so discomforted? When dependents who rely on you, to whom you are obliged to give support, find for themselves the means of livelihood, will you not be happy? Will you once again be angry? If even this you do not want for beings, how could you want Buddhahood for them? And how can anyone have bodhicitta who is angry when another prospers? If someone else receives a gift or if that gift stays in the benefactor's house, in neither case will it be yours. So, given or withheld, why is it your concern? All your merit and the faith of others, all your sterling qualities, why throw them all away, not holding on to what might bring you riches? Tell me, why are you not angry at yourself? Not only do you feel no sorrow for the evils you have done, you even wish to match yourself with those whose merit has been earned. If unhappiness befalls your enemies, why should this be cause for your rejoicing? The wishes of your mind alone will not, in fact, contrive their injury. And if your hostile wishes were to bring them harm, again, what what cause of joy is that to you? Why, then I would be satisfied. Are these your thoughts? Is anything more ruinous than that? Caught upon the hook, unbearable and sharp, cast by the fishermen, my own defilements I'll be flung into the cauldrons of the pit and surely boiled by all the janitors of hell. Veneration, praise, and fame serve not to increase merit or my span of life. 
bestowing neither health nor strength and nothing for the body's ease. If I am wise in what is good for me, I'll ask what benefit these bring. For if it's entertainment I desire, I might as well resort to alcohol and cards. I lose my life, my wealth I squander, all for reputation's sake. What use are words, and whom will they delight when I am dead and in my grave? Children can't help crying when their sandcastles come crumbling down. My mind is so like them when praise and reputation start to fail. Short-lived sound, devoid of intellect, can never in itself intend to praise me. I say that it's the joy that others take in me. It's this that is the cause of my delight. But what is it to me if others take delight in someone else or even in myself? Their pleasure's theirs and theirs alone. No part of it is felt by me. If I am happy at the joy of those who take delight, then everyone should be a source of joy to me. When people take delight in others, why am I not happy at their pleasure? The satisfaction that is mine from thinking I am being praised is unacceptable to common sense and nothing but the antics of a silly child. Praise and compliments distract me, sapping my revulsion with samsara. I start to envy others their good qualities, and thus all excellence is ruined. Those who stay close by me then to damage my good name and cut me down to size are surely there protecting me from falling into realms of grief. For I am one who strives for freedom. I must not be caught by wealth and honors. How could I be angry with the ones who work to free me from my fetters? They, like Buddha's very blessing, bar my way, determined as I am to plunge myself headlong in sorrow. How can I be angry with them? I should not be irritated, saying they are obstacles to my good deeds. For, for is not patience the supreme austerity? And should, not, should I not abide by this? And if I fail to practice patience, hindered by my own shortcomings, I myself create impediments to merit's causes, yet so close at hand, if something does not come to be when something else is absent and does arise, that factor being present, that factor is indeed its cause. How can it then be said to hinder it? The beggars who arrive at, pre at proper times are not an obstacle to generosity. Who cannot say that those who give the vows are hindrances to ordination? The beggars in this world are numerous, assailants are comparatively few. For if I do no harm to others, others do no injury to me. So, like a treasure found at home that I have gained without fatigue, my enemies are helpers in my bodhisattva work, and therefore they should be 
a joy to me. Since I have grown in patience thanks to them, to them its first fruits I should give, for of my patience they have been the cause. So I'll stop there. Uh, I wish I had been reading this during the uh, run-up to the election. <laughs> there was so much. There was so much joy in uh, seeing others defeated. It was a little. Uh, was this is speaking directly to that, isn't it? So patience, patience allows us to be able to see things so much more clearly and see through the that instant reaction to things. And when we see it, when we see those reactions and we're aware of what's going on with us, those are defilements that we've already weakened just by being very clear about them. So I just think this is a lot. There's a lot in this, and it just goes. He just flows from one one uh, beautiful thought to another. So when we think those uh, Brahma-viharas or the, the sublime states, remember those are loving friendliness, compassion, uh, mudita, which is that appreciative joy, sympathetic joy, and upeka, which is... Uh, equanimity, which is that stability of mind in everything we do. So being able to ride the tides of whatever is happening, not getting, not having all the ups and downs in our lives, but being stable, mentally stable. So those are the four qualities that are the uh, 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 kind of the ultimate qualities that we can develop that makes such a big difference. Make a big difference in our daily lives and make a big difference in our path to liberation. So let's see, we have we have we have ten or eleven minutes to sit, so why don't we do that? It's really a beautiful day here. I hope wherever you are you're having a, a good day, good evening, whatever or whenever you're listening to this. Okay, David. Thanks, David. Sending blessings to Lydia. Okay, so let's, let's, uh, yes, I want to remind everybody Saturday is on um, Facebook Live and on YouTube Live is the uh, group of more and more nuns are, are being added to the group, uh, more and more bhikkhunis. So it's a, a, now it's a group of, it looks like, at least 25 or so uh, bhikkhunis and bhikkhus in the Theravadan tradition, and we're doing a, a sutta study together, and it's basically we're all taking different pieces of a sutta and talking about them. And you can watch that discussion and ask questions. And um, if you go to Bhante Saranapala's, the, the uh, urban monk in, in uh, Toronto, Canada, and 
I think uh, Western Media is the other YouTube site, but uh, you on my Facebook page and uh, on his, and you can go to his YouTube channel too. It's Bhante Saranapala, the Urban Monk, and you can see. Uh, you can watch it live or watch it recorded afterwards. So that's tomorrow from 5 to 6.30 Central Time. So it's on the Mangala Sutta, which is really good because that's a sutta that if you're ever in a any kind of event or celebration or a program with chanting for Theravada monks and nuns, the uh, Mangala Sutta is one of the the top three. So the top three are the Loving Kindness Sutta, Kata, 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 Kata Niyamata Sutta, and uh, the, the Ratana Sutta, and the Mangala Sutta. So we'll be talking about that. So it's good to understand why the, it's about the qualities, uh, the, the highest blessings that people can have in their lives, and it's uh, we're, we'll be talking about those probably for the next two groups, and we meet uh, every other Saturday. So, let's sit for a little bit. If you can keep sitting when I have to uh, leave, then that would be great too. Just, but whatever, however long you can sit, or however short. That's right, Susan, 5 to 6.30 Central. On the flyer, it gives the, uh, the uh, east, Eastern Daylight Time. So, remember if you have limited time during the day, it's always an option, even if you have five minutes to sit and just find that uh, calm space where we're training our minds when we sit down or uh, do walking meditation, however our posture is. We're training our minds when we do samatha practice to be tranquil, to be calm. And the, the mind will be, begin to see the body and understand that the body is going into a certain posture, and the mind starts to learn, ah, now we're going to have this uh, peaceful time. And the mind will fight it, because the mind likes to think and generate thoughts. But this is part of our training. So even if you have five minutes, you can help uh, gently train your mind to learn how to calm down by watching the breath. So let's practice that. And if you have more time, you can sit with that and just realize that the longer you can sit, the more stability of mind you have, which we sometimes call concentration, but that's kind of a loaded word. So if we just allow our mind to become more peaceful, more tranquil. It just keeps going on its own. It just deepens and deepens until we have that stability of mind that allows us to uh, 
really find the real joy in, in our meditation practice. And then we develop insight from our wisdom and take all of that out into the world, into our world. Okay, so just be aware of the body breathing. Let your posture be supportive but relaxed. You want to be awake and aware. So be in a posture where your body won't tend to uh, become uncomfortable or drowsy and slouching or uh, not letting your spine feel lifted and separated. Those are uh, ways to either feel pain after a while or to become drowsy. When we practice, we want to be drawn to the practice because we it feels good. We, we feel drawn to it because of the benefits that are just manifested right away. We feel at ease. We feel relaxed. Just be aware of the breath. That keeps us in the present moment. Be okay with anything, with everything that's going on. Don't try to stop thinking, but no need to feed your thoughts with your attention. Just keep coming back to your breath. If you get distracted by a thought, or by anything coming through your sense doors. Keep letting go of the burdens you carry around. Letting go of worry. Letting go of fear. Let go of busyness, restlessness.
Where is your mind? Are you caught up in thoughts? Just keep coming back to your breath. Be gentle but firm. Every time you bring your attention back, Now just keep letting go. Let go of judgments. Let go of viewpoints. Let your awareness just be taking in whatever is in, in your sense doors. You can welcome it in without judging it. without fear. Without wanting it to be anything different than what it is. So if you can keep sitting and you have the time and you have the inclination, 
And you, you can just think of it as continuing just this a beautiful experience of tranquility or allowing yourself to go deeper into silence and tranquility. Even if it's a few more minutes, So may peace be with you and may all of you and all beings everywhere throughout the universe be safe and well, be happy at heart and live at peace. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you Sunday.